Haywire Monkeys, this week we're doing a toolbox comparison. Welcome to the show where we tackle the tough questions submitted by installers, estimators, project managers, customers, even ICT personnel. We're trying to connect at the human level so that we can connect the world. If you're watching the show on YouTube and you like the content, would you mind hitting the subscribe button and hit the bell button to be notified when new content is being created? If you're listening to us on one of the audio podcast platforms, would you mind give, giving us a five-star rating? And if we're not a five-star rating, let me know what I can do to make this a five-star rated show. Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What are you doing? We do a live stream. We get to ask your favorite RCDD. Well, that would be me. Your questions on ICT installation, certification, project management, estimation, even career path. But I can hear you now. But Chuck, I'm driving my truck home at 6 p.m. Man. I don't want to get in an accident. Okay, we got you covered. They are recorded and put on the website at letstalkcabling.com. Also, if you would like to support this show, the show is free and will always remain free to you, the end user. But we do have a ability where you can click on this QR code right here and you can buy me a cup of coffee. You can even schedule a 15-minute one-on-one Zoom call with me after hours, of course. And we also have the Amazon link connected to our, to our Let's Talk Cabling page. So as I did in the, I said in the intro, I finally bit the bullet. You know, if you know me, I've been ha I've been hammering the Milwaukee Packout people for two years because they are just a little fanatic. I get, and maybe part of it was a little bit of jealousy because all I have is a great big old job box, right? And maybe it's a little bit of jealousy. But, you know, the more and more I think about it, the more I think I really do need one of these, not just for my low voltage escapades, but also around the farm, right? But if you know me well enough, you know me, I don't like – I don't like doing what everybody else does. I like being different. I like going a different route. So I was kind of in a query. What do I do? I don't want to become one of the Milwaukee fan about kits, and I don't want to go invest a bunch of money, but I do want a good quality product. And I was walking around the Nika show just uh, last, a few weeks ago during one of my breaks because I was actually there working, and I happened to walk by the Klein booth. And, uh, and it was before the show opened, and guess what they had sitting there? They had... Uh, the mod box. And I even stopped, took a video. And, and I mean, if you're on TikTok, you saw that video already. I was like, I got to check into this more. And then I got to think about it after I got back from the show, I mean, from the Nika show. Well, I need to do a comparison show because there's got to be other people like me who are, who are getting ready to buy a system. And let's be honest, they're not gonna, it's not going to be cheap, but this is going to be a lifetime investment. So you got, it's kind of like a camera. Once you buy Nikon, or Nikon, you're stuck with Nikon lenses. If you go to Canon, you kind of stuck with this. So you, you got to think about this advance, and that's why I was like, maybe I need to do a comparison series. So you know what I did is I went and bought a Milwaukee Packout and a, and a Klein Mod Box. Don't tell my wife, okay? They're up in this shop. She doesn't know it yet. She hasn't seen them, but she watches this show. I'm sure she's going to see it at some point, right? So I'm going to do a comparison video where I'm going to test the quality on these two, and part of this whole process is I've reached out to both Klein and Milwaukee to do an interview to talk about their products. Well, today I have Klein on. So welcome to the show, Greg Police from Klein. How are you doing, my friend? Good, man. How are you doing today? Good to see you again. I am doing fantastic. And, you know, life could be better. I could be in a little bit less pain because of the stupid tooth thing. I keep telling people it's a, it's a toothache 
but they extracted the tooth. So technically it's not a tooth egg anymore because the tooth is gone. But I'm rocking and rolling, man. Rocking and rolling. Good to see you again, my friend. Good to see you as well. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having us on here. That, that studio looks kind of familiar. You got to tell me a little bit about that studio. Yeah, this is, uh, this is, this is where all the magic happens. This is our, uh, our video studio here. Uh, this is where we host a lot of our uh, client lives that many of your viewers have seen, uh, where we tend to do a lot of product demos. We tend to do a lot of sales training here. So uh, this studio is multi-purpose. And uh, behind the scenes, uh, behind the cameras here, I got a great group of guys uh, helping make me look pretty. Where, where's my group of guys? <laughs> you can borrow where? mine someday. Mine don't, mine don't sound like there's many there as yours for you. That's not fair. Is, is that where they do the spinny wheel thing and they give away the stuff on TikTok? This is it, man. This is where we, uh, this is where we do a spinning wheel. Uh, you know, we, we take a lot of questions from our audiences, uh, TikTok, Instagram, all these, and we'll, uh, we'll spin our prize wheel. And uh, if you're the lucky winner, we'll, uh, we'll send you out some free tools. Nice, nice. So for the one person out there who might have never heard of Klein, <laughs> Because they just got in the industry like yesterday. Got it. <laughs> give us, give us, the, tell us a little about who you are and who Klein is. Sure. So Klein Tools, uh, still family-owned, family-run company, uh, founded in 1857, and we're run by the Klein family. We're on our sixth generation of leadership today. Uh, we still make the majority of our tools here in the U.S. Uh, down at our factories in uh, in, t in Mansfield, Texas. Uh, and we are the industry leaders uh, in things like pliers, wire strippers, screwdrivers, uh, things like that. We are the uh, industry leader. And uh, if you're just getting into the industry today, uh, hopefully you'll buy some Klein tools because they'll last you another 30 years as you progress through your, uh, through your career. I've got a pair of Klein snips that while they're not 40 years old, they are at least a couple decades old. I couldn't tell you exactly when I bought them, but they've been in my toolcase for a long, through three houses. So that tells me right there it's been around for at least two decades. Yeah, we have a uh, we have a great group of guys uh, online, the uh, Klein Tools Collectors uh, Facebook page. Uh, so at Nika last uh, two a couple weeks ago, we had a guy come over and he brought a pair of pliers uh, from the 1890s. Uh, and showed, shared him with us uh, that he found that he has in his possession. And you know what? Uh, I guess in a pinch, if you were stranded on a desert island, uh, you could still use these 1890 pliers to get you around. So it gives you an idea of how long these things last if you take care of them. Did he, did he bring it out of a box and have on like his white gloves, kind of like the museum curator? It was. It was definitely a little like white glove treatment there. And, uh, you know, it felt like something, uh, the Stanley Cup or something else where he was very much uh, protective of this thing. But again, I'm not sure uh, how much it costs. But again, uh, 1890. God bless it. Yeah, People collect things. They just absolutely collect things. Um, I collect code books. That's my thing. I collect Okay, the there you go. And the first NEC code book was published in 1897. But... Probably unlike that Klein tool, a, a intact copy NEC go book from 1897 is about five grand. Holy cow. Holy yeah, I cow. can't hide that one from the, from the missus. <laughs> yeah, right. No, we, we, uh, you know, again, we, we have a lot of guys who go out there and they, they, uh, they cruise, uh, flea markets and garage sales. And, uh, we always see people finding stuff from, uh, you know, early 1900s, uh, out there. We did a contest a couple of years ago to find the oldest pair of Kleins. Um, we gave a $5,000 reward for it and a guy gave us some, uh, 1904 and he found them. He bought them for two bucks, uh, at a flea market. That's a heck of an investment right there. Nice return. Right? 
right? Exactly. Wow. You gotta know what you gotta know what you're you gotta know what you're looking for, right? Exactly right. Exactly right. So let's talk about the mod box. Right? Sure. Uh, first off, how long has it been out? So we launched the mod box this year, 2023, uh, earlier this spring. Uh, we uh, we came out probably about April uh, is when these things started shipping, and uh, it's been a uh, you know we haven't been able to keep up with uh, the demand. People have been uh, buying them up, and uh, we are quite thrilled with the success. One of the things that kind of threw me off, like I said, I already bought a pack out and a client box to do my whole testing thing, and one of the things that kind of threw me off is when I went to Lowe's to get my mod box it wasn't with all the other toolboxes in a separate section by itself like 20 feet away and i actually had to stop and ask the the you know men we don't ask directions right i had to stop and ask one of the lowe's guys hey i'm looking for the mod box and he didn't know what it was he had to look up in his little scanner thing he goes oh it's section 20 and he looked at and then, then you saw the big the, the big orange thing i was like oh, there it is i got it from here thank you very much <laughs> Yeah, you know, we are. We just announced a, a new partnership uh, with Lowe's this year. So uh, as we roll out in their stores, uh, sometimes right now we're in some different nod places. But uh, as the rollout progresses, uh, the, you know, people will be able to find us in their uh, typical places where they look for their all their tools. Yeah, I, I, it didn't bother me. It was just, I just I expected it to be there. But when I found you, you couldn't miss it. Once once the guy pointed me in the right direction, yeah. over top of the, all the aisles, I could see all the orange. I was like, I, never mind. I got it from here. Got it from here, right? There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw you guys at NECA, the National Electrical Contractors Association show, and uh, and I stopped and talked to a couple of you guys at the booth there, and they were showing me all the benefits and stuff. And you, I could definitely tell that there was a lot of influence from electricians. Yeah, a lot of influence from electricians. Um, like the the notch on the top for conduit for measuring. There's even a spot inside where you can cut a piece of conduit, put it in there to put your spools on, spin off stuff yep. like that. So, what are some key features or benefits that maybe somebody from the low voltage industry, you know, like doing voice and data cabling, yeah, might so be able to get out of using this? Yeah, so I think the, the, there's there's three key features that I think uh, can really appeal to whether it's low, you know, the low voltage data guys or sort of any industry, right? One of the big things that we've got here. Uh, are the wheels, right? So these are the biggest wheels in the industry here. Uh, 10 inches here, you know, the nice rubber wheels here. These wheels will enable you to get over rough terrain if you're at an unfinished job site, if you have to go upstairs. You know, these wheels are really key, biggest in the industry, uh, huge for any, um, you know, anybody doing any kind of work on a job site. So that's really a, a key feature there. The other key feature is, Earl, is this integrated side rail here. So we've got lots of these little accessories here that you can put on and you can customize it right you say okay i need something for my parts bin you know here i got this is for my uh this is for my coffee cup my coffee holder here so we've got lots of different things where again people can click these in on the sides build their own thing down here we've got a magnetic plate again anything you know strong uh rare earth magnet here this is a pair of side cutters you know what this is lineman pliers I thought those were hammers. Yeah, my legal department would would claim otherwise, but yes, uh, we know that people do that. But yeah, so again, lots of different things that you can do and customize your own setup here. So again, if you're doing something and you just need a, a parts bin or you need something else, you can customize the setup. So those are two key features. And then one of the key features that we really like here that is out there, there we go. So is a removable handle, right? So again, if you're trying to put this thing in, you're trying to break it down, you don't have to put it into your tonneau cover under your truck. You don't have to tip it back and have everything fall underneath. You just take this out, and then once you separate everything here, then you can put it back, and then when you get on the job site the next day, just lock those things in. So 
Those are three features for anybody, no matter what industry you're in, that really appeal to you. It's not just electrician focus. We do have some things on here that really appeal to electricians, but there's other things on here that make it uh, a wide appeal for almost any industry. Yeah, I love that detachable handle thing. When I when I went and bought the bought my mod box from from Lowe's, I have a I have a crew cab F three fifty, so I put it in the back seat, and my it's actually our farm truck, so we have a a, a cover because we have German shepherds, <laughs> and I didn't want somebody looking in the back of the truck seeing this brand new mod box sitting back there and breaking my window, right? So I just took right. the dog cover kind of put it over. Well, it was kind of sticking up. I was like, well, gee, pop that right off. You didn't even know the thing was there. Didn't even yeah. know it was there. I, I think, you know, I think the biggest thing, you know, it's we always, I always tell the story, you know, we were, we were lugging this thing around, went to the show, you know, I called an Uber driver to come pick me up one day and the guy shows up in a Toyota Camry, right? And we got a couple of guys, we got to put it in the back, the back trunk of the car. Uh, and, you know, but it's easy, right? We just pop the, pop the handle off, throw it in the trunk, everything fits. We get able to fit the three stack in here, all three boxes in his trunk and off we went. So again, if you're uh, if you're an independent guy, uh, if you have a pickup truck, you have a small, you know, a small car, whatever it might be, uh, this is easily stores away uh, once we sort of pull the handle up and move it on. Did you fly with your mod boxes? So I so we've we transported them. We have flown with them before. Um, you know, if you separate them, if you need to check them, uh, you know, you can't put it through as a three stack because it will TSA will mess it up. But all three of these things uh, can be separated here fairly easily. Here, right? Where's my little? There you go. Sorry. There's my lock. Right, you can press this out. You can, you know, move any of these three things here. I got a bunch of stuff on it. So, but again, you, you're able to you're able to transport all three of these things. And then there's uh, extra real steel reinforced locking mechanisms here, where you can put uh, you can put a padlock, you can put a cable lock, whatever it might be. And then these steel metal uh, clasps here uh, will keep it stored. So again, if you are traveling with this thing for whatever reason, and we have traveled with it, you can put it through as check baggage. And uh, you know, we haven't had any problems with it. Oh, very cool. We'll come back and visit that because I, I I got some questions about traveling. Yeah. With it, right? um, look, can you give us some details about like maybe the the size and the weight of it? You, so you got three components, right? You got yep. the, the rolling toolbox, the bin box, and then the top one. Um, just give us some rough idea of what size and weight, and what kind of stuff can we put in there? Yeah. So the rolling toolbox at the base here, this this bottom one here, uh, gives you about two cubic feet of space for storage. Once you add in the medium box. And the small box, that's another extra almost two cubic feet of storage. So about four total feet, two cubic feet of storage there. The bottom box here, the rolling toolbox uh, at the bottom here, uh, weighs only 29 pounds, but it can withstand about 250 pounds of weight on top of it. So again, if you're, you know, if you're on a job site and you're just using this thing, you want to sit down, uh, have your lunch, take, take a load off your feet, uh, you can also use that box as, as a seat there uh, as well. So as you get higher again there's some other stuff you know we don't recommend sitting too high on this thing but uh, about two cubic feet in the bottom one two cubic in the in the uh, the middle ones there and then 29 pounds weight on the uh, rolling toolbox nice nice so there's you know the level of these injury covers the whole entire country actually covers the whole world and uh we have some harsh environments that we work in now we are, you probably think i'm talking about maybe construction sites I, I know that you already thought about construction sites just based on the size of the wheel but what about the technician who's working up in Bangor, Maine, where it gets super cold? Does that plastic become brittle and break? What about the technician in, in Miami, Florida, where UV just kills anything plastic? 
Yeah, so you know, so it's made of impact-resistant polymers, but I think more importantly, for again, you mentioned some of the some of the weather and some of those things. It is IP65 rated uh, for protection against debris uh, and rain and, and any kind any kind of water uh, damage there. So again, uh, if you are dragging it, dragging it through the mud and it does get a bunch of mud all over it, you can just take a quick hose, spray it down, uh, or if you're outside again in the elements there, IP65 rated uh, against debris and uh, and the elements. One of the things. That Milwaukee has, they they have tons of options, unfortunately. And you guys just came out this year with the stuff. I know you're coming out with some new stuff. Um, to, can you give us like an overview of what's coming, what you're gonna have coming out, and timeframes they're gonna be coming out? Yeah. So again, I mentioned some of the things. You know, we got parts bins. We got the magnetic tool holder here. We've got the cup holder. Uh, we've got a set of these hooks here, which can be used to carry extension cords. Again, I've got right now. I've got the. Uh, I've got our fish tape uh, held on there. But we've got a lot of stuff coming out. Remainder of 2023 still, and then into 2024. Uh, the big thing that everyone's been asking for, which we will have, are the modular drawers. Right. So you want to pull out the modular drawers. You want to have different things in there. Uh, those will be coming out soon. Uh, we've also got a variety of customizable pouches and things like that where you can helpfully lock them on here and you can switch them out. You know, right now, I'm going to move my uh, notes here for a second. You know, we've got some tool pouches right now, right? So a guy can use his pouch. He can lock that thing in, put that in. If a guy has a backpack with his tools, just drop my bender. Uh, a guy has a backpack for his tools. You can lock that in as well. So again, right now we've got some great storage options here. But again, we coming out in 2024. We've also got a, another host of other tool carrying options uh, that a guy can use uh, on his job site. But again, the big thing that everyone's been asking for that we will be coming out with are those modular drawers. That, that's when I, when I'm reaching out to the different communities I'm plugged into because I asked them for some feedback on both the mod boxes and and the packouts. And stuff. And one of the one of the biggest things I heard is, well, Milwaukee's got drawers. Milwaukee's got drawers. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, so what? <laughs> right? We'll what? have drawers. Drawers are drawers are exactly, coming. Just, uh, exactly. But we'll, on the they'll be out twenty twenty four. Exactly. On the flip side of that, though, what I also heard was almost to the equal volume level was, but Klein's got the rail system on the side, and and that's that's where one of the things again. And you were showing that magnetic thing as as you're showing it. I was just thinking, man, I could have used one of those this week. We were we, we have a farm. We harvested two pigs. And you go through like seven knives when you do that. Right. And that, that thing would have been great because I would have them just stuck to the side of that box. I wouldn't have to yeah. go reach them. So, again, if, it, if, it's, if that's what you need to get things done, this little, this little magnetic thing here, you just, you know, clip it right on the side. And, uh, again, then you're off and running. And, again, if you, if, you're, if, you need a parts bin of, if you need a parts bin of sorts here, you know, you want to have a parts bin with all your little uh, whatever you need there, wire nuts or screws or fasteners, whatever. Again, you can just sort of make this here and off you go. And we have a variety of those things. So the integrated rail was really key for us because we know that no two jobs are the same. No two workers are the same. Uh, so, you know, this enables a guy to customize it, make it modular, uh, and hopefully find whatever solution that they need uh, to, you know, find their solution on, on their job site. Yeah, as I was looking at your product, one of, by the way, one of the things I love about your website is the build verse. Oh, nice. I love that thing. I can't wait for all the new products to come out so I could kind of put it in build on stuff. But as I was building the system, kind of looking at it and stuff and trying to and downloading the PDF, as a as a technician in the field, when you know, after you get done pulling the cable, the next thing is you gotta terminate the cables. So a lot of times what, what I used to do is I used to just find an old five gallon bucket somewhere, a piece of cardboard, a cardboard box and put in dividers, and I'd have 
my voice jacks in one bin, the data in another, my face plates in another. And just looking at the the one, you, you have two of them. You got the one with the lid, and then you have the one that's open. Yeah. The one that's open could hold the face plates. The one with the, the lid, you could have your voice and data jacks. You can just have them right there and not have to build that box. But two does. I just I just love that. I just absolutely love that. Yeah, we definitely um, spent we definitely spent a lot of time talked to a lot of folks and and you know scenarios just as you mentioned here, uh, we heard that time and time again. So that's why we made this rail. We made it so that we can you know guys can customize their solutions. Some guys need a closed one. Some guys need an open one. Um, and we have solutions for both those guys. Yeah. Um, you said you had, so on, talking about the new products. Do you have any or do you currently have something? That maybe I just missed. Or are you are you gonna be coming out with? some kind of a mounting system where they can mount it in their, on, like say on the wall of a shop or. We do get a lot of those questions around uh, the shop or the truck or things like that. So I would say uh, stay tuned. You know, we're, uh, we have a pretty much a, a pretty aggressive uh, roadmap of things that we're going to be launching uh, for the next couple years. Uh, so again, we, we've got a few things that are on the hot uh, burner up front. Like I mentioned, those uh, modular uh, drawer shells there that everybody's clamoring for. But yeah, so there's lots of different things that are on the pipeline. Uh, I would say stay tuned. Keep checking back on kleintools.com slash modbox uh, for all those things uh, because we have heard people and we do know what people are looking for. Uh, we just, you know, uh, we'll start launching things every year from here on out. So that's the beautiful thing about not being the first one to a market, right? Because one of the problems that the Packout kits had was their wheels. Yeah. The, the first generation had a huge problem with the wheels. And so now they had to fix that. So that's and 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 just because you're not the first person to market, you 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 have the advantage of not having to retool to come up with new stuff because the first version was bad. And a lot of people, unfortunately, look at that negatively. But I don't. I mean, there's a lot of companies out there that weren't the first to market. You know, sure. like, you know, like uh, the Apple MP3. Right. I was just gonna say, right. That's that's always that's always the biggest example that everybody uses, right? And there were a lot of MP3 players out before uh, Apple came out with the iPod, and uh, you know, look what they did there. So uh, same with phones, right? There were a lot of cellular phones out before we uh, all had an iPhone. So yeah, we did take a look at the market. We did ask a lot of people, and we did hear a lot of feedback about uh, other systems and wheels. And so we took a lot of time and spent a lot of time designing these uh, to make sure that they could withstand the environment. Uh, and that they were the right size as well. Uh, you know, we didn't want to make a uh, decision just based on cost. We wanted to make a decision based on the user need uh, and find the right size wheels for them to, you know, get across the job site to, or take them upstairs, but also something that's going to last. Yeah, when you when you mentioned the 10-inch the wheels, I'm, I'm really curious about that one because I've got plenty of steps here in the farm that I'm going to take both these cases. I'm going to fill them up with cinder blocks so that way they the exact same weight. I'm going to take them up the steps, and I have shoulder surgery, so I'll be able to tell you if one's harder than the other. All right, let us then, know how. Yeah, let us know how that goes. Oh, it, there'll, there'll be a video coming out of it. Trust me. And then, like I said, the new podcast is on the top of the hill. Well, it looks like a construction site from the end of my driveway to the top of the hill because the tractor work and all this stuff. So it's all Florida sugar sand, right? So I'm going to have to take. I'm going to take them both all the way up that hill and that sugar sand. Another video. So I, I'm gonna be real curious to see how well those 10 inch wheels do compared to the to the other wheels on the other on the other product line. Right? All right. Well, we have conf we have confidence that they're gonna perform well for you. Nice. Yeah. Make my job easy. That's what I like. I really do. So one of the things we know, we're technicians, we're running around with cable testers and certifiers and OTDRs and stuff like that. And a lot of times, although those manufacturers are getting better about putting them in cases, they used to just send them to us in like bags. Um, do, is there some kind of 
compartment or some kind of maybe material that if I could take, if I was to take that top box, that I could do a cutout and have a, like, like an OTR system that wouldn't shift around inside the box? Yeah, so right now we don't have the we don't have the foam inserts that you're talking about, but on this top box here, I'm going to open this up. On the top box here, we do have some dividers inside that you can it will help your um, various different dividers that you can place in here uh, to help um, compartmentalize your things. So depending on what you're carrying, uh, we do have some various things here. You can make this little space here to put your stuff in, you know, whatever okay. it might be uh, to help that out. So we do have some we do have divider sections in here all along everything here uh, that you can do, and then even in the uh, lower lower mod boxes there, we've got a rail system inside as well where you can clip some things. So again, if you have for using that tool pouch holder, you wanted to put something in there, you could clamp that into one of the lower boxes. So we do have some things. We don't have those foam inserts you're talking about, uh, but we do have some dividers and some other things that are uh, you can use inside the, uh, the cases to help keep your things from, from jostling around. Gotcha. So you said you have, you have the, uh, the reinforced, reinforced locking hole there. For the, yep. is, it, is it reinforced on both the lid and the base, or is it just one? Yeah, so it goes through. So if you look here, I'm going to come up a little closer here, you'll see steel reinforced hole here so you can run a cable all the way down through all three of these here right gotcha and then so you can rock you can lock all three together or if you're traveling right you're just traveling i'm gonna take this you're just traveling here right you can you can just lock you can just put a padlock on the one there and run with that so again we do have uh this here and then these metal clasps are here but we do have a uh, uh that steel reinforced section uh, for your uh, for your boxes there. So you mentioned it's IP65 rated, uh, IP's ingress protection. What's the 65 rating mean? So there's, I think the the highest is IP67, if I'm not mistaken. And so it really is about uh, two things: ingress protection against debris. Uh, so like more like hard matter stuff like dust and dirt and things of that nature. And then uh, there's also uh, protection against water uh, and things of things of that nature. So one is more of a solid and one is more of a liquid. Uh, so again, I believe 67 is the highest so where it's 65, which is the next which is the next next one down. Uh, so it's it's got pretty good protection against again, if you're on a job site, you do have a pretty expensive piece of equipment. You don't want to get dust or dirt in it. Uh, this will protect it. And again, if you do have something and you are out and some elements there. Uh, it is IP65 rated, uh, give you some protection against the, the weather elements as well, whether it's you know rain, snow, whatever it might be. Yep. And that's that's one of the tests I'm going to do. So I'm going to put my old job box to good use. I'm going to fill it up with water again. <laughs> and I'm going to put a, a mod box and a pack out in the bottom and have weighted down with, with cinder blocks. And I'm going to let it sit overnight, see how much water gets into them. That's a good, let me know how, let me know how that one, I want to check that video out too, but yeah, yeah so IP65 rated, uh, again, I think the highest is 67, uh, which, you know, is, has some things about submersion, uh, but again, 65 wise, uh, you should be just fine on a job site uh, out there against protecting you against the elements. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not concerned that some technician is going to store their water where there's, I mean, store their toolbox where there's water, but right. if it's sitting in the back of their truck and they're driving down the highway 70 miles an hour in a rainstorm, if it can stay, if it can stay in being underwater for 24 hours, I'm pretty sure it could probably stay yeah. in being in the back of somebody's truck. No, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident that uh, the first scenario is somebody uh, driving in their pickup truck uh, on a highway, uh, be pretty good protection for them uh, back there. So Exactly. So I'm, I kind of mentioned earlier my shoulder surgery. I had five years ago, I had shoulder surgery. I had a torn bicep muscle. And uh, so 
it, it hurts after a while when I start doing repetitive moves and stuff. So what kind of ergonomic considerations did you guys put into building your mod out kits? Yeah, so I think, the, I think the big thing is, again, we mentioned the wheels, and that's easily, easily, easily transported and rolled, right? So it's, you know, it's easily just for somebody to go move this thing around uh, ergonomic-wise. And, again, obviously you're going to load it up. But, you know, we mentioned some of the things here. I mean, we've got easy available handles here with over-molded grips. We've got padded shoulder straps here on everything again give you a little you know if you're if you're happen to be taking this thing here you know it's it'll have a little bit of uh, padding on the shoulder here and the same with the backpack right so the backpack here padded shoulder straps here you know so again if you're taking this thing on a job site uh, you've got some you've got some protection here and then if you're if it's too heavy and you've you know you've loaded the thing up for bear you're ready to go out to a job and you, you don't want to carry it in your shoulder you know just lock it in there you know, and then you're off and running. So from an ergonomic perspective, really it's just, it's about the stack here. It's about how easy it rolls. It's about how, you know, the handle is, uh, uh, you know, very comfortable with over-molded grips here. Uh, all the handles here have over-molded grips if you want to carry these things. But again, if you're going to attach things here, padded straps, if you take them off, or if you're working with these things here, you know, again, pretty easy to, again, just to lock them in. If I can get in there, there you go. Lock it in. You're off and ready. You're you're ready to go. So let's talk about warranties, right? Okay. Um, what is the what does the client offer for the warranty on their mod boxes? So it's pretty standard warranty. Uh, you know, we we guarantee it free from defects that uh, we make it. So if you work, you know, if you do get something and there is an issue, which there hasn't been any issues to date, uh, take it back to your um, take it back to wherever you bought it, and they'll uh, they'll take care of you for it there. So pretty much standard warranty. Um, obviously, these things are meant meant to get used and abused, and and uh, so it's not a lifetime warranty uh, because we do know that there is there will be a life of the certain life the tool here that will it will wear out over time but standard regular client warranties apply where it's free from manufacturer's defects so if you have any problems you get it home uh take it back to your store they'll they'll take care of you and if something happens on the job site uh where something malfunctions one way or another uh just take it back to your distributor or uh you know big box retailer and uh they'll take care of it for you what was that that's our that's my studio guys there Oh. Give me, give me the emphasis on clowns take care of for you there. Oh, there you go, there you go. Um, is there any maintenance practice that somebody's going to need to follow? Like, do they need to keep the the rubber gasket moist or oiled or or the wheels lubed? No, I mean the wheels don't. Yeah, I mean you know basically the maintenance is uh, you know just uh, don't let it dump out of your truck at 65 miles an hour on the uh, on the highway. We don't recommend that. But overall, um, yeah, I mean again, it, it, you know just make sure you're you know taking care of it like you take care of any of your tools. Uh, there's no special maintenance in terms of the gasket or the wheels that we recommend. Uh, just make sure that you know you can if it gets dirty or whatever, just wipe it down. It'll be fine. And uh, the impact resistant polymer, uh, you know, should should withstand you anything on the job site and uh, you mentioned some of the uv rays uh you know there is some uv protection on this as well so again um no special things that are needed to take care of it uh just treat it well and it'll last you for a while one thing milwaukee has is a large community yes where's Klein's community yeah so yeah, so we're we're all. I mean, we're obviously pretty huge on uh, all social media channels: Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, it, you know, YouTube, whatever it might be. But if you're, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier about Klein Tools collectors. If you'd like to collect things or see uh, things that other people collect, 
check out the Klein Tools Collectors Facebook group. Uh, and those guys have some really unique things that they're finding all the time that they're, uh, they're purchasing. Or if you're just a fan of Klein Tools, uh, go again on Facebook, check out the Klein Tools Fans uh, Facebook group. And that's just people who like to show off their collection. Uh, again, there's a lot of great people on there, moderators who will answer your questions about things, you know, trying to find something. And they're a great group of people in both those groups. And uh, everybody helps each other out. So if you're looking for a tool or you want to trade a tool or buy a tool or sell a tool, uh, those guys are really great, and they'll uh, they'll help you out. So, Klein Tools collectors on Facebook or Klein Tools fans on Facebook are two really great groups for your audience to check out. You know, technicians, typical men, we can't just leave things well enough alone. We buy a car, we got to put nice shiny wheels on, dual exhaust, and and we got to trick out the paint, right? Now with the whole three D printing community, right? Have you heard of anybody in the three D printing community making accessories for your stuff already? Not yet. You know, um, we did see a lot of that homegrown stuff that's uh, popped up around some of the comp uh, competition uh, for various things. And, uh, you know, we certainly uh, appreciate some of those ideas that people were doing. Uh, but we haven't seen anything with ours yet. I guess maybe it's a very complete system and we've offered everybody everything they could possibly want. So no need for that yet. But, no, I'm sure uh, as this thing grows and as this thing spends some more time in the marketplace, uh, people will do their own mods for it and we will uh, see it. But right now I have not seen anything on that. Gotcha. I, I guarantee you there will be a community. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure people printers. will. I'm sure. I'll make this claim right here. I'm going to stake this claim. I guarantee you at some time somebody's going to 3D print something, and you guys are going to look at that, and you're going to say, hey, we need to offer that. Right. Why didn't we I think guarantee. of that? No, that's great. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I guarantee it. I'm sure, I'm sure, you know what, I'm always amazed at the ingenuity of, uh, of our customers and our, our audiences. Um, you know, we always get a lot of great feedback from people on uh, improvements and things like that. So I'm always amazed at how smart people are out there in the world. Greg, I appreciate your time and uh, I look Thank forward you. to putting your, your mod box to the test. All right. Well, we, we look forward to seeing those videos, and uh, thank you for having us today. And, uh, again, if anybody has any questions about it, kleintools.com slash modbox. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I have reached out to Milwaukee to give them their equal time. And I'm going to start doing my tests. The current tests I have planned include filling up the job box with water and putting them both into water overnight and then seeing how much water gets into them. Yeah, simulate sitting in the back of a pickup truck driving through a rainstorm. I'm going to drag them up the hill to the new podcast studio, which currently looks like a construction site because of all the tractor work. And then I'm also going to pull them up the up the steps on the on the deck and stuff to see how well the size of the wheels actually makes pulling them up them steps. If you have a if you have a test that you think I should do, put that in the comment box down below. And one thing I forgot to mention, the the mod box and the pack out kit that you're going to see in this testing, I bought those. Those were not given to me. I went to Lowe's and I went to Home Depot and I bought them. So this test is not going to be influenced by somebody giving me free products. These are my genuine opinion. I've got skin in this game. And whichever one wins, whichever system wins, that's what I'm going to be building my platform off of. Till next time, everybody. Knowledge is power. That's it for this episode of today's podcast. We hope you were able to learn something. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on future content. Also, leave a rating so we can help even more people learn about telecommunications. Until next time, be safe.